0: Hi guys, Marie here. We do not have a regular episode this week, but I thought you might enjoy listening to an episode I did on Catholic Answers Focus about Enola Holmes, the new movie that just came out. I hope you enjoy. So Sai sends me an email about Focus episode ideas, and it just says, Is Enola Holmes the most evil movie to ever be made? I stormed into his office, I sat down, and here we are. We're about to have a great discussion about it. Next on Catholic Answers, Focus. Hello and welcome to Catholic Answers Focus, a podcast for living, understanding, and defending the Catholic faith. I am Marie Bates, your host, and today I am joined by the real host, Cy Kellett, to discuss the movie Enola Holmes. Don't forget to subscribe to Catholic Answers Focus wherever you get good podcasts, and please rate and review our podcast. Enjoy! It's movie time.
1: Marie, uh, I'm really glad to, that you're here to talk about the most evilist movie ever made. Thank you for being here for that. You've seen Enola Holmes.
0: I have. I watched
1: it. Uh, d- did you? So you watched it after I told you I thought it was the most evilest movie ever made.
0: Yeah, and I was actually worried that sometimes when you hear from somebody their opinion of a movie or something, it forms your own opinion before you even see it. right? And so I was really trying to go into it unbiased and um, open to it being better than you were suggesting. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: I was really disappointed. Fantastic movie, though. Okay. That's part of its evilness. Uh, this yeah. is what uh, we Catholics okay, let's, call... Let's what, jump at, into it. At this. Easter, when we do our rejection of evil, we reject the glamour of evil. And that's what this... It's a very glamorous movie in the sense that it's an extremely well-made piece of film. Like, it's... It's this,
0: beautifully shot. The it, colors are amazing in it. The the costumes are amazing. All of the... Like, when they go from scene to scene, they have all of these very, like, Sherlock Holmes yeah, feeling um, right. transitions and everything. It's really a fun movie. And it
1: moves very fast the way modern movies do. I mean, ch yeah. ch 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 And... You have to say the star of it, Millie Bobby Brown. I looked her up, Millie mm-hmm. Bobby Brown. So I would say the right name. She's brilliant. She's just a brilliant actor. She's magnificent. She is. Yeah. Like, you couldn't say a, a there's not a wrong step that she makes. Just beautiful.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Henry Cavill, Superman,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a superstar. He, yeah. He he kills it. Uh, oh wait, now I got to now I'm gonna forget her name. Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah. Always great. Like these are brilliant actors. Yeah. Great. There's no lack of talent in this movie. No. Right. And, but here's my problem with it. As I watched it, it is the sickest view of women I have ever seen portrayed on film, portrayed in a way that is meant, intentionally meant to attract young girls.
0: I was really hoping you were going to be wrong about that. But yeah. as I watched it, I realized that in trying, there's clearly an agenda behind the movie. Yeah. I mean, we're not surprised by feminism anymore, but it's
1: it's almost so extreme that... It it's a brutal form of feminism. Very brutal. The heroine is a heroine in part because she abandons her daughter. Like this is part yeah. of the attraction of her is that she has the she's on a more noble quest than being a mother, and that everything about this movie is designed to actually denigrate motherhood and uh, any kind of uh, traditional. Um, Kind of femininity, the idea that the feminine is different than the masculine, yeah. is utterly attacked, and, and I mean attacked. Like they, it's a te- intentional. The background of the movie, behind everything, all the action, mm-hmm. is the suffragette movement. So the right. women, women are trying to get. As a matter of fact, this is an important part of the plot of the movie is they're women, trying to get women, the right
0: to vote. Tra-
1: women are trying to get the right to vote, and evil yeah. people are trying to stop them, which is true. Which did happen, and the and women getting a vote is a great civil rights advance that yeah, we absolutely. can celebrate. So that's what I mean It's all these good things.
0: But my my problem with that was that she's trying to achieve it by horrible means. Like the the ends do not justify the means. I can't, can't tell
1: is the mother a terrorist? Like I, I Well, and it, yeah, it so there like there's a lot
0: implied in the movie that is quite concerning. Yeah. I mean, she literally finds this like Bed of bombs in yeah. the middle of London, so, and
1: but the, and she's kind of the the hero that you don't see in the movie. She's the the um, she's like the MacGuffin. She's the thing that the missing mm-hmm. mother, and she's apparently willing to blow people up to get the vote. Yeah, <laughs> she's clearly willing to be violent and to abandon her daughter. Yeah, And she just teaches her daughter horrible things. Yeah. And all this is presented to us as good. That's what I don't like about this movie. Is this why I think it's the evilest movie ever made? It's beautiful. It's entertaining. The star, Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown, is brilliant. Um,
0: but that's what's it's going all, to draw people into this. It's all
1: used to, tw- to give you a twisted view of what men and women are and how men and women uh, uh, relate to one another.
0: Yeah. I think that when it comes down to it, you can't... It, like, great, you want to achieve the vote. You need to do it honestly, and you can't sacrifice other people to do it. Um, you know, I thought one thing that was funny, though, that I think went against them, it was not in their favor, was that the agenda behind this movie was so extreme that I think they actually failed to represent both sides. What Boy, I mean did they. What yeah. I mean is that in the end... Um, and. This whole episode is
1: spoiler alerts, so stop. If you, have, if, you, if you want to watch the movie and be surprised by anything, forget it. We're going to reveal whatever we want <laughs> yeah, in this podcast, Yeah, so, so stop
0: listening if you don't want to. Um, no, but in the end, the grandmother of the um, uh, the future parliament member, right? Of what's the, what's his name in the movie? Of the very...
1: Um, feminine love interest man. Yes. Yeah, the very feminine <laughs> who, who needs rescuing constantly.
0: Right. He yeah, the the roles are reversed. He's the one who needs rescuing. The gra- his grandmother is trying to murder him. Yeah. in order for him not to make in order for him not to cast his vote in parliament for women's rights.
1: Rights. Yeah. Correct. Exactly.
0: Okay. So on both sides of this issue, we have psycho women who are willing to sacrifice their children and grandchildren for what they believe to be the most important cause. Well, sorry, neither one is believable, because when you throw like the dignity of life out the window and you say, I'm going to sacrifice my kid for this, I'm going to, you know, right. for the good of all. Right. Well, sorry, you, you just sacrificed your kid. Now they don't have this future. I mean, I just found that to be...
1: Women sacrificing their kids. <laughs> that doesn't sound like our modern world. That so you have the evil woman willing to kill her grandson. Yeah. And, she's, and what is her evil? The evil is she's a traditionalist. Right. She believes in traditions,
0: and she's so, like the she, yeah. She's the huge antagonist <laughs> of the whole story.
1: Every anyone who believes in anything traditional, anyone who has a modicum of old fashionedness about them yeah. is evil in this movie. Well, Especially the grandma who's willing to murder her grandson.
0: And we see this; it's very twisted in her education. And I'm sure you notice this as well. They show her education in these like flashing scenes yeah. in the in the movie, and. She's taught archery. She's taught how to fight. It looks like judo or something. She's yeah. taught um, – she, like, reads every book in her library. She does all of these crazy science experiments. She does everything that, like, a boy at that time probably would right. have done, except for the judo. I don't know if anybody was learning judo then. Oh, it was um, huge
1: in England. The, England- <laughs> the British of the 19th century were huge into judo. Yeah, yeah.
0: but they they're showing – I think what they're trying to, they're trying to show a balanced education, right? And that she's been, they're breaking all these these boundaries. She's not being taught needlework. She's being taught all of this stuff.
1: Yeah, which right.
0: And yet, her mom abandons her when she's still a kid. Yeah. I don't care if there's all of this sexualization of teenagers, they're still kids. And, and her
1: mom raises her isolated from other people as well. It's this ex- weird...
0: Exactly. Like,
1: this is a good education to hide you from the world in this secret education where I give you all this resentment towards other people. And almost and-
0: like forming her up to be an assassin or something. <laughs> I know. Like, what do you want for your daughter? Do you want her to be able to vote or do you want her to be able to attack people? Yeah. And then the like on the flip side of that, her brother, Mycroft, is seen as this horrible person because he wants her to go to school with other girls. And honestly, there were a lot of bad things about boarding schools in England. I mean,
1: bad things about every single school in the, in the history of the world.
0: If you this, if you look at great writers from um, the 20th century and their experiences in boarding school, they had bad experiences it's awful. too. Yeah. But she shouldn't be alone in a house with a with one maid there. Mm-hmm. To make sure she stays alive. And She's the women a kid. Who, She's not supposed to be figuring out her own life yet.
1: Right. And the, these women who have dedicated themselves to educating the girls, of course, they're evil because right. they're just trying to – it's it's the – this is my – here's my fundamental problem. I think this is a good point to get to my fundamental – and why I said to you, I think this is the evilest movie ever made. And okay. I want to talk about it on Focus. The, the fundamental uh, – the ba- root thing that's happening here is adults, two men—the man who wrote the movie and the man who directed the
0: movie—have
1: mm-hmm. created a, a, a work of propaganda, mm-hmm. which is designed to attack children with anxiety about, "Am I really a, a girl? You know, like w- what is girlhood? What is womanhood?" With mm-hmm. so that they will be propagandized, not so that they will be educated, not so that they'll experience something beautiful, but so that they will experience anyone who tries to tell them that motherhood is valuable, that community is valuable, mm-hmm. that being a, a good citizen, you know, not yeah. being this isolated... And like, not
0: committing crimes, Like Anola like
1: <laughs> is Enola is educated to be antisocial. That's what she is. Like, yeah. your real womanhood is rooted in being suspicious of everybody else's motives and doing whatever the hell you want to do. That's what real yeah. womanhood is. And it's yeah. vicious. The yeah. little child. this is, and I, I believe this is in less obvious ways. Part of the reason why this movie struck me is there's not a single example of any tradition, whether it's Mycroft or the mother or the, the headmistress at the school or the grandma. N- uh, nobody who's a traditional Person who, who, you know, has was
0: a good person yeah, in the movie. Is good.
1: They're all evil. They're yeah. all secretly evil. And everybody, no matter how cruel they are, like the mother abandoning the child who ab- adopts this kind of radical self, self, self mm-hmm. attitude, is mm-hmm. good. This is, is secretly a good person. And all yeah. of it is sold. Because little girls love romance. And there's a little prince charming in this for the little princess in the movie. Yeah, and he's very feminine and he's he's uh, very um, kind of harmless and it's, safe. Yeah. and and so he he has this, uh, to me, it's poison for little girls. You're gonna take what is normal
0: mm-hmm.
1: our romantic attractions to one another and our desire for one another. And you're going to use that as the tool to say, don't trust anybody, be isolated, be a nasty little piece of work. And that's what makes you a true woman.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of want to go back and say something about what I said about her education. I don't think there's anything wrong with women learning archery or chemistry or any of that. No. My point was that they they issued everything that was feminine about her.
1: Like girls having friends. Like a girl wants to have friends. Yeah. She has no friends.
0: And they act like the mom can be the friend and that's sufficient. Mm -hmm. But the mom's crazy. And honestly, she's like, she's willing to do so many things. She was planning to abandon her from the beginning. Yeah, right. Because they say in the movie, um, she told the brother, I just need 16 years with her.
1: Yeah. So my plan is...
0: It's like, great later girl good luck yeah. in the world also there was a line in um in the middle of the movie that really bothered me Um, she's trying to find her mother and honestly like there was this moment that I thought was really genuine and Millie Bobby Brown just like rocked it she's looking for her mother and she's like distressed about it like she needs her mother she's looking for her mom and And then the moment kind of passes, she's like in tears about it a little bit. And then the moment passes and it's like, no, I'm fine. So anyway, she she goes to, she follows a clue, she finds this woman who like teaches judo secretly to women upstairs above a tea shop. (laughs)
1: <laughs> which is actually kind of cool in a weird I way, like like I, I that mean, part I like, <laughs> and that woman is well, she's African American, uh, not African American, but she's a, a woman of African descent in England. Which I yeah. I see what they're trying to do, but that's not what 19th century England was like. But yeah. they're they're trying to give us a a, a, a an example of. Okay, this is not just the a white, yeah. totally white. But they're scared yeah. of that. Right. But also, the, the, she's a, you know, she's a brave, tough, good character. Yeah. But.
0: So, but that character says to Millie Bobby Brown, "Don't, don't come to London and try to make it in London to find your mom. Like, don't do this yeah. for for that reason. Right. Do London for yourself. Self, self. And self. it's like, excuse me, she's sixteen. She's scared. She was she abandoned her by her mom. mother. She's." <laughs> Um, she shouldn't be doing London by herself. She yeah. should be in school still. Right. And she should have people who love her who like can support her and make her feel secure. Like, Why, why does she need to be a 30-year-old?
1: No, the, the abandonment of the child is presented as a heroic act in this movie. And the child is not fully actualized until they accept that their mother abandoning them was a heroic thing. Yeah. And they have to be a person like that. They oh. have to be this kind of person.
0: Worst spoiler alert. Um, when she sees her mom again at the end of the movie, she abandons her again. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, that it
1: that was. That was like, oh, she goodness. sees
0: her for a couple minutes, and then it's like, "All right, later, girl. I got right. more to do. I hope you're okay." If you ever need me, drop me a line in the newspaper and I'll try to be there.
1: Yeah, right. It's like, but I made you fierce. So that's the main thing. And I think this fierceness among girls, you know, this is all the rage now. is yeah. this, And it has been for about 20 years. Like, and everyone thinks they're you know, all these innovators in Hollywood selling a new thing. I'm sorry. It's not new. It's not brave. It's the same old trash you've been selling. And it hurts girls. They end up brokenhearted and hurt.
0: And the, and the truth is that women were incredibly strong before they started selling this. Women oh. have given childbirth for all of human civilization. Women have done amazing things for all of time. They're right. incredibly strong. We don't need to like make them men to make them appear strong. I mean, if we look at the Blessed Mother and everything that she went through and seeing her, her son go through the passion and then die in agony on the cross, that's a strong woman. She was like keeping everybody together at that moment. I... I think that it's such a shame that a huge focus of the movie and what they make sound evil is that they're preparing her for marriage. That's like a big oh, focus of the movie, right? Right. right. And a and
1: traditional romance, marriage is the end that we're all working towards. There's a great conspiracy towards the end of marriage. because right. Marriage is the greatest good because family is the most important thing in the world. Right. But th- this is... We're having a romance without marriage here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And... I think that's such a shame, and the way that they do present marriage—like, obviously, marriage shouldn't be forced. I don't believe marriage should be forced on people. Don't
1: you? you I, I'm just gonna. You don't believe that either. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get on board with that. Like, like it's not like your no, particular personal view. No, no,
0: no, I know. Marie. I, some. Well, I'm just thinking like some some cultures do arranged marriages. Um, It's like it's a different, but that's different
1: than forced marriage, right? Right, right. Like in India, it's common to have arranged marriages that are not forced, but then there's also places where forced marriage is very common. Well, my great
0: grandmother in Lebanon had an arranged marriage. So anyway, there are different like views on like how marriage happens, but um, they they did a really horrible picture of painting marriage, and they. They made the woman who run who ran the boarding house the like pinnacle of traditionalist um, like manners and way of living and conduct and all of that. The woman slaps her in the face. Do you remember that? Yeah. And also, she's ridiculous and has a crush on Mycroft, who she's never gonna marry. Yeah, right. And so it's like, oh, great, you have an unmarried woman trying to. Somehow, convince these young girls that they want to be married someday and that this is the path for them. They're not presenting any of the beauty of marriage, any of the great good that it does, any like how it transforms your life and makes you a better person, and how it like takes you outside of yourself. None of that is present here. And so, then we have
1: no, there is no heroism in marriage. In this, like, marriage is the heroic act for the normal person. Most of us, the most heroic thing we do is get married and stay married. In our life. And that's a service to our children. It's a service to the world. But in this way of conceiving marriage, there's no heroism in at all. It's just a surrender of identity.
0: And it kind of leaves us lost at the end of the movie because Enola Holmes has the interaction with her like little love interest. And then she walks away and leaves him. And she's like, I'll let you know when I'm going to see you next. And it's like, okay, great. And so we end the movie feeling like we don't know what her future is going to be. We don't know if she's gonna be safe. No. We don't know if she's gonna end up exactly like her mother, but she's probably not she's gonna fierce. get married and have children. <laughs>
1: she's fierce though. She's
0: fierce. <laughs> it's just it's such a shallow kind of fierceness though, it's because so it's trying dumb. to be something that it's not.
1: Yeah, I, I I agree with you entirely. And here's the deal. I, I have already raised my children, and so I don't get a chance at this. But you have your children are entirely in your future. And so I think that parents have to be honest about this stuff. They have to look at Netflix and go, Netflix is selling propaganda. Yeah, you know, whether it's in the adult shows or the kids shows, there's a certain propaganda there. And if you can't look at this and go, the writer of this movie, the producers of this movie, the director of this movie, they all had an agenda in mind, mm-hmm. which was to present what they see as a very elevated view of womanhood, which what which in fact is, a grotesque uh, kind of imitation of womanhood that make that means the world does not have to change to become fit for women mm-hmm. women have to change to become fit for the world and they think that's good and that's not good that's mm-hmm. evil that the world is unjust to these to to these 19th century women yeah so the great suffragettes they went out and changed the world yeah. they didn't change their like their nature, I don't want children, I don't want husband, I'll abandon, yeah. I'll, I'll become violent. They don't change their nature. They say, my nature is good as a woman. I should be That's voting. That's
0: why I should be able to yeah, vote, right. yeah.
1: Like, like, but, but these. <laughs> there's a sense that this is just so calculated, propagandistic, and it's sold as art, and it's very well made. It's like a TV commercial. It's very well made. Yeah. But you, this is what I, why I'm really happy to be talking with you about this because as a person who's raised my children, I realize, you know, we didn't expose them to a lot of media. There, we didn't have cable TV and all that. They still saw all this stuff. I mean, they find a way to see it. Yeah. And you need to be able to go, okay, after the movie Enola Holmes, did you like that movie? Yes. She's great. Okay. So what did they say about moms? You know, what did they say about, you know, we have romance. to be
0: critically assessing you, you, these movies. You,
1: and you have to tell your children that all of television is essentially, I mean, I'm, I'm an advocate of, I truly believe this. I believe it should be illegal to advertise to children. And people go, well, then you wouldn't get any children's TV if you couldn't. That's exactly right. You wouldn't get any children's TV. It yeah. should be illegal to advertise to anybody under 16.
0: Yeah. Stop but, using them but, for money. <laughs>
1: but this is what you're doing when you put your child in front of the TV set. Yeah. You're turning them over to people who are professionals yeah. at creating stories that tempt them away from just being a normal person, that yeah. tempt them into this, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And then they get to be, you know, in their early 20s and that, like, the heart wants marriage and family because almost every human heart wants marriage. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not yeah. twisted.
0: It's a natural for a young desire. woman
1: or a young man to yeah. want marriage and family. But I'm also supposed to be a superhero like Enola Holmes, and I'm not yeah. a superhero yet. And yeah. I got to go work on my judo, and I got to do this, and I got to do that. And you end up with a generation of young women who are batty with anxiety. Yeah. Just terrorized yeah. with anxiety.
0: Well, um, what you said reminded me of um, G. k. Chesterton talks about in one of his father Brown mysteries, um like the the great criminal in the beginning of those stories, um, Flambeau, he commits all of these artful crimes. they're They're incredibly ingenious. They're creative. He picks he picks crimes for seasons. Uh-huh. Like his last crime that he committed was a Christmas crime, and he calls it a cheerful, cozy, english christmas crime anyway father brown tells him at the end of that story and which was one of the points of his conversion um like basically art is uh, art is not always good something artful is not always good and you can do something evil that is still art and that is like you can do something masterful even that is not not good and shouldn't be done right just for the you know, for the sake of doing art. Right. And I think that that's some a concept that's lost on our world today as well in the art world. But um, I think that this movie was a real missed opportunity because I, mystery stories are some of my very favorites to read sure. and some of my favorite stories to watch um, in movies. And it just, I think they tried to make Enola Holmes too much, Sherlock Holmes 2.0,
1: but, yeah, I see. But a girl. Yeah, right.
0: And it's like it, a girl can partake in a mystery and not be this character.
1: Yeah, right, right. And not be uh, abandoned by her mother and forced to ex- think of her mother, you know, not even allowed to feel the sadness of abandonment. And this is in a time when many, many children are abandoned by a yeah. parent, either through divorce or through neglect. Mm-hmm. Children are and and this movie is, instead of saying, that's horrible what happened to you, mm-hmm. is saying, get over it. Get out there and be fierce. You yeah. just get out there and be fierce.
0: Yeah, instead of her being sent to a school where she finds friends who, like, lift her up and make her feel loved and make her feel like you went through something really difficult, but now you have a community around you. And right. no, none of none of that happened. And, and she doesn't find community in her love interest family either. Like... She's not accepted there. No. The grandmother wants to kill. It's just <laughs> yeah, right. it's nuts. I mean, the grandmother tries to kill both of them, actually.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> that evil, that sweet, evil grandma. And they know? make it. Which they, is designed they just to make, make children su- suspicious of older people. And it's, tradition. It's, by, it's on purpose. They're trying to teach children to be suspicious of the people who are there to help them in their life. She looks That's, them
0: in the face and picks up a gun. And that is not a good message to send to kids.
1: Right. Because they're not defending tradition the way she is. Right. So tradition is evil. Family is evil. It's all evil. And these people who made this movie are evil and they don't know it, they, and, and, but they're involved in evil. I don't mean that they are personally evil. I mean, they are involved in a profound evil of deceiving children. Yeah. So I want to ask you now before we end this. Yeah. Do you agree with my email that Enola Holmes is the evilest movie ever made? Is it?
0: I think so. I think so.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I don't know. I haven't seen every movie, but <laughs> I would say. Yeah,
1: probably Lenny Riefenstahl made some worse. Okay, fine. Uh, it's, per- <laughs>
0: it's a profound problem. And I, I think it is an evil, evil but, movie. But you, but I, I would never let my daughter watch it
1: no i would never i would
0: never play it in my house yeah
1: and that's why keep your daughter away from disney movies keep your daughter i mean unless they were like do i don't know i could go on and on about disney i know but disney (laughs) movies have become very elaborate beautiful attractive propaganda and for very bad things yeah although every now and then you know they make one that's great and you go well you know (laughs) Seeing it! I love
0: that one. Yeah, yeah, I loved
1: that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> just to say some, like the depiction of a grandmother in the movie Coco. Did you yeah, see? Yeah, I, I. That's did. beautiful. Like I the know. old woman is a is a great good and, and a beauty, even though the the movie's crazy and the, a
0: great matriarch of right. their family like, and stuff. So yeah, the movie that I, I don't want to be totally the theology in Coco <laughs> isn't quite off. <laughs> uh, um, no, but, but but
1: it's possible to make a children's movie in yeah. which. A child comes to understand that a grandmother, even when she can't function very well anymore, is a beautiful gift to the whole family. That's something that I'm I really did appreciate. I'm gonna say that
0: movie happened because people don't want to... I think I think that when um, people are making movies about other cultures, like oh, they're more Hispanic respectful. people oh, yeah. or black people or Asian people or whatever, they don't wanna come across as racist. Yeah. And so they make a greater attempt to you know model whatever value that culture actually has which is in hispanic families is like family is really important um
1: that would imply a great deal of self-hatred in our culture oh we secretly hate ourselves no
0: oh no (laughs) (laughs) no
1: i wouldn't want to imply that
0: no all
1: right marie you get the last word go ahead do you want the last word you don't have to have the last word if you don't want not everybody wants the last word
0: I, I don't want the last word, but thank you so much for having me on. This was really a great. <laughs> there nobody else I could have done talk this. Talk about it with with, yeah. with you.
1: Don't let your children watch these terrible mm-hmm. movies.
0: Yeah. Watching movies nowadays is really difficult, and it's good to have friends and coworkers on hand who can discuss them with you. Um, this conversation with Sai today really revealed some deep illnesses in our society, in the, in the fabric of our society. And it's going to be incredibly important for us as we move forward to be careful of what our children are watching, to be careful of what we are watching, because we're impressionable as well, and uh, to stand up for what is right and just in this world. I hope you really enjoyed this episode today. We enjoyed making it for you. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at focus at catholic.com. We would love to hear from you. And please subscribe on YouTube. We post all of our episodes there with video. Um, If you want to donate to help us to continue to make this podcast, uh, you can go to givecatholic.com. I'm Marie Bates, and we'll see you next time on Catholic Answers Focus.